Welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. I'm Penny Blackball. And I'm Brittany Bowering. That's who we are. <laughs> We're trying something new. We thought we'd introduce ourselves. And we did such a good job, didn't yeah, we, Brittany? Well, it seemed very natural, didn't it? Yeah. Please rate, review, and subscribe because it's just a nice thing to do. Super nice. Apparently. To do. So, Brittany, Penny. Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. Penny's recently gotten back from. Australia. Yes. Do you want to know how much time I spent in transit on the way back? 39 hours, baby. I can't even imagine that. Okay. So let me explain. First of all, you do eight hours to Singapore, then you have a quick layover and then 14 hours to London. And then I'd booked, I'd messed up so that um, my flight from London to Berlin was actually like, there was a six hour layover in London, and then I went to Frankfurt, and then oh I stayed God. there for four hours, and then I went to Berlin. So That's the first two awful. legs, the really long ones, were actually fine because I just took sleeping tablets and just passed the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, bye. Also, I was on Qantas, which is like economy on Qantas. Is it nice? It's like first class on Lufthansa. Really? I've never been in first class on Lufthansa. <laughs> Disclaimer. But I hate Lufthansa. Uh, You know what's so funny is I Mm. actually like Lufthansa. Mm. Not saying that like their um, customer service is always great, Mm -hmm. but I find that like in comparison to American Airlines, any, and I don't mean American Airlines, I mean any American. Oh no, I will not fly on any American airline. They're so terrible. But yeah, I'm not traveling to Asia, so I don't get the, Mm. you know, because that's Well, when Brittany and I go together. Is Qantas Australian? Yeah. Oh, it's Australian. It's okay. the best airline. I believe it. And it's never crashed. An impeccable flight record. Oh, wow. sorry. Never crashed with fatalities. It's the only airline. Wow. Haven't you seen I Rain like Man? That. <laughs> I haven't. <gasps> you need to see it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sidebar. We digress. Mm. Um, well, I'm really happy to have you back. Thanks. Oh, man. I need to tell you about one quick thing. Please. Uh, maybe two or three quick things. Yeah. But I'll start with one. I watched Downton Abbey the movie mm-hmm. on one of my flights. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No. I've Have never seen, seen the, the show? show either. Okay. No. So basically Downton my Abbey is a show. Downton Abbey. It's like, it's honestly like the vanilla ice cream of TV because it's like pleasant, lovely, enjoyable. And like, drama. even if there's a bit of drama, it always gets solved by the end of the episode. Right. Um, which was the same family. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very reassuring. It's good to fall asleep too. But I watched a movie and the characters in the film actually kidnap people, hold them against their will and do really bad things. So if you've seen the movie and you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to get a promotion by kidnapping, like locking people in a room. Don't do that. Yeah. That was bad. That was all very bad behavior. Yeah, totally. Talk to me, Britt. What's up with you? Um, what's going on with me? So I, uh, while you were away, I did a bit of um, I, I was talking about this on the last episode. I did a bit of a like a creativity, um, extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly That's what, a word. good word mm. to describe it. So what I did was this week I got to kind of relax and focus on the like creative things that I love doing. A lot of that involved uh like comedy and comedy writing and going to um shows and I have one tonight as well yeah just an open mic uh but it'll be it'll be fun and I just really I like I hadn't been doing open mics for so long uh because it was just so frantic you know with everything going on and then Christmas and everything so 
I was so nice getting yeah. back up there. What is an open mic again? Yeah, so an open mic is like my show is an open mic on Sundays. It's basically where a bunch of comedians show up um, and they do like between five and seven minutes of material and they're not being paid. It's like a, Oh, I see. It's like, yeah. I was like, what's open about this? Oh, yeah. It's Can just, you, do you just scramble to the front of the stage and like, <laughs> me, me? So a lot of open mics, you have to show up. They, they call them show up to go up. So okay. it's like you show up to the open mic by a certain time and then you get your name on, on the list. Mm-hmm. But in Berlin, it's everything is signed up in advance, which is really nice. Love that. Yeah. So I can yeah. like plan which Don't ones I want to go Don't make people humiliate themselves. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to get anywhere too early. Totally. <laughs> I was like, how are they? Human-? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Too early. Standing around. You, you know, we've got lives to live. Well, lives. Exactly. We've got several <laughs> lives. lives to live. Um, yeah, so I did it a couple of those, and that was so nice. And, like, the first one I did was a bit rocky, you know, just because it was like I hadn't done, like, a full— I, I always host. Every week I host the show on Sunday nights. Um, so I'm very used to that. But hosting is very different from doing a oh, set. Oh, sure, yeah. Super different. So, I, so that was really fun. And then I had one show where I felt like I, like, really nailed it. And I was like, yes! You know? And I got back that, like, that real uh, fire, yes. you know, mm-hmm. for, for the performance and stand-up. So I'm really excited. Yes, I'm that's gonna wonderful. I'm going to keep it going. That's great. I've decided it needs to be something that I can do with my work. Yeah, I mean, you know? like— any creative pursuit, you have to just keep doing it. That's like half yes. the battle. There's a Woody Allen quote about 80% of success is just showing up. And I fully so believe that. I'm yeah. like, <clears throat> it's funny that like a lot of people, when we talk about doing a podcast, they're like, oh, I want to do a podcast. And I'm like, okay, well, you have to actually do it though. It's yeah. kind of like podcasts are the new startup. Remember five years ago, <clears throat> everyone was like, I'm going to start a startup. I've got an idea. And I'm like, you have to actually do it though. And that's hard. Yeah. Like actually sitting down, doing all the boring things that are associated with podcasts and startups. Totally. Mm. Planning the episodes. You have to figure out how how it's going to be edited, who's Mm going to produce it, who's going to upload it. Like there's all these steps that people don't think about. They think they just sit down in front of a mic. In your home, on your own couch. Yeah. Right. In fact, sorry, I'll stop complaining now. Yeah. (laughs) But it is, it is, that is a very valid point that you just sometimes you just need to do it. Mm. You know, show just up go for it. Yeah. Um, I listen to, you know, uh, eat, What'd sleep, you listen to work, repeat. Yeah, Bruce Daisley, that yes. very nice Englishman. He used to work at Twitter. Such a nice Englishman. He's a lovely guy. Very nice. And I, I like him as well. Usually, I have a small like, amount oh. of resentment towards men, but. <laughs> I love that you also just admit that out loud. But I really like him. Yeah. But he had Alain de Botton, who actually you just say it, Alain de Botton. Alain de Botton? From um, School of Life. Oh, wow. He had him on the show. And he was really annoying. He was one of those people who's clearly never had a job. That was the annoying thing. He kept talking about the, like, optimal environment to have ideas. And I was like, excuse me, Alain. But I don't think you realize that 95% of people, there's not that much idea having in their job. Yeah. Like, but obviously, like, he consults with companies like Google and McKinsey and so on. So he's, like, hanging out with top executives. Yeah. Um, but you know what, guys? We're here for you, the people. Yeah, totally. You better not be a top executive. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we're going to boot you here. onto Alan's podcast. Totally. Which he doesn't have. I was actually having a conversation that was kind of interesting. Um 
had this week with a friend. And basically he was trying to decide. So he's been freelancing and he's he's actually a stand-up comedian as well. And he loves stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he he literally couldn't imagine not doing stand-up again. So mm-hmm. his life needs to involve time for stand-up, right? Yeah. And he has this job offer that's like, it's a, maybe on the table, you know, it's like new early stages. And basically the job is going to be a f- like more than full-time. Like mm. the company is yeah. one of those, like he's going mean, to be working old 60. Jobs these days, yeah, right? totally. <laughs> yeah. 60 hour work weeks. And, uh, and the only reason that he's considering this job is this kind of, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm getting older. Like, I feel like this is like what I'm supposed to do. Mm. And I just like stopped him. And I'm like, unless this job is something that you see yourself like move, like, is this the future for you? Like, Mm. is this where you want to go? Because if it's just this thing where you're like, well, I probably should, Mm. then that's, it's, that's a terrible reason. It's the worst reason. And then we were kind of talking about being creative and how there's that kind of perfect, beautiful combo of um, being able to do this, like, ah, this is funny because Kit, our producer, was the one who told me about this. I think it's called Sex and Money. Yeah. Right? I'm sure that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you either do thing... things for the sex or you do them for the money. Exactly. No, what, is it sex? I sex it was. is crazy. I thought it was. I don't do though. any of my work stuff for sex. <laughs> and maybe I'm getting it wrong. Or in sex. <laughs> Could you let me know? Um, okay. I feel like I should explain what this means. Now. Okay. Please like, do. Yeah. So, what the, the concept is that. For creative people, often there are things that um, make you money that you do mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily that exciting for you. Oh, yeah. And then the other side of it is where you don't really make money, but you're being your most creative you're self. having a and, great time. Yeah, so you make your money that supports your your creative. Is it just love or money? <laughs> I think it's sex. Okay, fine. I just can't get it off my mind. Sex and money. Okay, Isn't whatever. It? Or sex and yeah, no. we can we can ask Kit. Yeah, we'll ask him, and we'll put it in the show notes, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and I just thought that was a really interesting uh, concept because I think that there's this idea that we all should do this certain thing, but it's mm. like actually you should do what you like. You should do what makes sense for you being happy. Yeah. You know, I know that sounds yeah. very obvious, but it's like you need a reminder sometimes. Mm. And I also know. think that I mean, like. You, I, there are not many people in the world that have the sex and the money at the same time all the time. Totally. In fact, it's almost impossible. So you should, you have to basically figure out a world where you get the money sometimes, you get the sex sometimes. You know, yeah. like you've got a bit of both. All Everybody the time. goes through a dry spell. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Uh oh. <laughs> we went there. Um, yeah, no, but that's a really good point, actually. Mm. Yeah. So don't think that you always have to have both. Yeah. Or that your job should be both. Yeah. Specifically. That's, that's where people get disillusioned, I think, that they're like, mm. well, the, my job doesn't make me happy and I'm not pursuing my passion. And yeah. what I really want to do is this. And I'm like, no, no, no. Don't. The idea that your job should be tied intrinsically to your passion is wrong. I mean, it's obviously. Uh, that's the ideal it's scenario. It's a totally privileged position that's to true. take. Yeah. Um. Even even people I know that are like professional fiction writers, like when you're a little kid, you're like, I want to be, I want to write novels. Ninety percent of that is awful hard work. Yeah. Totally. You're sitting alone in a house or whatever, mm-hmm. writing in a cottage on a lake, and having. <laughs> 
No, none of them do that. (laughs) Sorry. That's how I envision it, though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. And that is why I think that it's super important to tie in your professional goals into your values. (laughs) Hello. Brittany. Here we go. I nailed it. We are very, very excited to bring you this episode because it's on a topic that we've been discussing for so flippin' long, um, and it's super exciting to bring you the values episode. It's the values episode, everybody. (laughs) Creating personal and professional values for your life. And now, here's the thing. I feel like maybe we're going to try to give this episode a really catchy title because I feel like people don't often get excited about values but it's so like oh my companies gosh. have values mm. therefore you know to make sure that everything kind of you know mm. is circling around like people need to have you need to have values yeah and if you have trouble making any kind of decision you need mm. a guiding star which is like a set of a couple of words or phrases that can say yes that project is for me or yes that job is for me or yes even this conversation is for me like yeah even you might find yourself in a conversation where you're like this is against my values to berate someone professionally behind their back yeah i'm absolutely. gonna walk away from this um, okay so values i feel like we should have, have a, a quick definition, definition. yeah mm-hmm. um and i kind of liked this definition actually it's like uh, i think it covers all the bases so values are the principles that give our lives meaning and allow us to persevere through adversity. I love, love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> really Especially neat. the adversity thing because mm. that's when your values are really going to come into play when you need to make those tough decisions or something, you know, really difficult happening in your life. That's when you yeah. need to stick to the values. Yeah. And that's where you think to yourself, what am I here for? What do yes. I stand for? Like, yes. what, like, why should I keep going in this situation? Yeah. Um, and that, that definition was coming from psychologist Barb Markway uh, and Celia Ample. Uh, and apparently they have something called the self-confidence workbook. Perfect. I mean, which, I love a Barb. Right? Barb. I love that she's not Barbara, not Barbie, but Barb. Barb. <laughs> yeah, totally. You just you can picture exactly what she would look like. She's right? a serious person. For sure. She's not here to mess around. She's not No. Not Unlike us. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're only here to mess Barb, around. I don't no. know if Barb would like us particularly. You know what I mean? She might be turned off. Or we I might feel like be, we could put our serious pants on. But we might be the like fun loving goofs that she needs in her life. You know I what agree. I mean? I, we're here that. for you, Bob. We're here maybe you you're too, Celia. You never know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I feel like we've really defined like what a value is and why you should have them. But I do think it's like a really difficult thing to figure out for oh, yourself. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. I even have, I couldn't list off my values for mm. you right now, which is why I'm really excited about this episode because I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do mine tonight after the episode. But I feel like when someone says what's important to you, this is kind of like your values are the answer to that question in a way. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so Great. for sure. And I also think that professionally and personally, um, I I would be curious what you think about this actually, because I'm thinking professionally and personally, I'll have the same values. Mm. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. A hundred percent. And the, I think that's the thing. You you do want to tie them together a little bit yeah. so that um, you're not losing yourself in the process of your career, totally. which I think is really easy to do. Like people have different standards for work and life. It's like, you know, that's where you get the Wolf of Wall Street type people who. Totally. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And I think the other thing, oh, one more thing before sorry, we like go on, actually go, go into on. how to figure out your values. Mm-hmm. 
the other thing I think is important to remember is the values that you have right now are going to be very different from the values you had 10 years ago or 10 years from now, depending Mm -hmm. on your life circumstances. Maybe you're having a family. Maybe you're not having a family. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're, you know, whatever. Maybe you're more career focused. And then 10 years from now, you're like, you know what? I want to have some work-life balance in my life. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, they should be flexible. Flex. Um, And if you find that like one of your values or two of them like no longer serves you, feel free to get rid of it. It's Let your it go. life, baby. Right? <laughs> That's what's kind of cool about these is like you're in charge. You mm. know? Yeah. I like being in charge. So do I. God damn. <laughs> really? I was talking to was my old colleague in Sydney and he's yeah. like, how's freelancing life? And I'm like, it's perfect. I have authority issues. I can't work for other people. <laughs> and he was like, yes. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> That's so funny. Off you go, Pen. Love that. Okay, so I guess we have a couple, because I think what's important is, of course, establishing a little bit of a... A framework? A framework. Exactly. I was going to say process, but framework is a much better word. So we have two different ways that we think, depending on the type of person you are, Mm. you can uh, figure out what your values are. Exactly. Like if you're a very self-aware person and these things come to you really naturally, then there's one method. And if you're struggling a little bit and you feel like everything's a bit cloudy, then we have another method. We're not going to do them in that order, though. We're going to do them backwards. Good. (laughs) Love it. Because that's how we wrote them down in our notes. Exactly. (laughs) And we can't scroll up and down. We'd only get confused. That would just be willy-nilly. It just wouldn't make any sense. So the first one is if you think that you are uh, one of those people who needs um, to, well, I guess, how would you describe it? Just a bit more like... If you feel like you need more information to inform your decision. Yes. Maybe you feel like you're not super sure of what's important to you mm. and you know what. or if you're like at the beginning of the journey like Love if you if this has literally never occurred to you and you're like oh my values and totally. nothing's coming to mind then our top tip is top tip top 10 tip tom is to set aside um well it's like basically keep a journal mm-hmm. for approximately one month which sounds like a long time you could, I mean, but you... But if you do it in February, it's only 27 days or something, isn't 28 it? 28 days. 28 days, sorry. <laughs> I love it. It was in the region. with 27 days. Oh, <laughs> well, I knew that was a leap year thing. Oh, know. yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> leap year. You threw that in. That was Sorry, sorry. Um, so basically what you're going to do is keep a journal for, for about a month, and you'll need a month because you need to kind of experience a lot of different things and be able to journal about them. And you're going to have three columns. What's in the columns, Pen? You're going to have column A, which is what makes you happy, what makes you feel happy. So you might have like a day where you're like, what made me feel really happy today was going to lunch with my colleagues and like supporting one of them through a a work crisis. Yes. Then column B is what made you feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so actually the first example would have also been good here. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> sometimes like if I'm in a meeting and I come up with a really good idea, it doesn't necessarily make me feel happy like joy, mm-hmm. but it makes me feel useful and fulfilled and yeah. like I have a purpose. Yeah, and I think that you can al- almost split up those two things, like the, the lunch um, example mm-hmm. into the happy and fulfilled. So what made me feel happy? Having lunch with my colleagues and feeling this sense of like camaraderie. camaraderie. Yeah. And then what made me feel fulfilled is when I could provide a bit of support. Perfect. You know? Nice. Thanks, Britt. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I feel like you nailed it. Just it broke it up there. And then yeah. what's the last one? Um, what made you frustrated? Ooh. 
So, um, well, like, I, I think you can kind of exchange this word with, like, disappointed or annoyed, or annoyed like, things that you want to avoid, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so if you're feeling like uh, there's a situation at work or in life where you're feeling, for example, I don't know, like... Can you think of a real life relationship example? Because there are some frustrating things about being in a relationship mm. or a friendship example. Oh, here's here's a good one. What makes you feel frustrated? So it's really frustrating for a lot of people when their friends come to them with uh, the same problem over and over again. Yeah. And they're not willing to do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. So that might mean that you're a bit of a doer. That might be one of your values. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm a, I'm the sort of person who actually gets shit done. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's a good example. Yeah, I like that. You like that. that one? That was really good. Okay, great. So then once the month is uh, finished and you've got all those recorded, so what would be good actually is after each week to kind of look back and think about the times mm. um, or when it comes to you, when you're like, God, that made me feel really happy or like, oh, I felt so good and fulfilled mm. by that mm-hmm. recent experience, then you can jot them in there. Um, but once you have basically the columns filled, you can start to look at the themes yeah, that are exactly. coming up, right? And these might actually come up after a week. You don't necessarily totally. have to do the whole month, but yeah. like it's as long as it takes. Um, but you kind of group together the themes of like yeah. what um, what are in the good columns and what are in the bad columns, what you want to avoid. Yeah, totally. Like maybe mm. it felt you you felt really happy um, when you were like reading by yourself, or maybe you felt more happy when you were around people and yeah. all the things that made you feel happy seem to be around socializing, right? Yeah. So that's a really good indicator. For and, sure. Yeah. Um, and then you want to kind of come up with uh, some words that would kind of describe that. Even like a, I think it's nice to come up with even like a sentence mm. where you're like, you know, um, whatever. I enjoy doing uh, a lot of solo work time. Yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, though. But it's come up with a sentence, and then you can kind of whittle it down into some, like, actual values, mm-hmm. some words. Yeah. But I think that's a great uh, way to figure it all out, you know? Yeah. Another thing, if you're finding yourself a little bit lost, mm-hmm. is, um, you know, if you're if you're really kind of struggling to figure it out, is look at the people in your life who you kind of look up to or mm-hmm. admire, mm-hmm. because often our values will be kind of personified in those people that we put on a pedestal. I love that one so much um, because I find like, yeah, just looking at the people you admire, you're like, you can actually identify what you admire about them. Totally. Like for example, if I was to admire you, I'd be like, God, she works like, you work so hard um, and you're so creative and you have a lot of tenacity. And those are things that I admire in a person and therefore things that I would want for myself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I have a lot of tenacity. You are a tenacious D. Tenacious D. That's a band, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was just going to say, what is that again? <laughs> I don't know. I think Terrible. it might be a dick reference, but <laughs> it could be actually. <laughs> I was going to say a ten- tenacious lady. Tenacious turkey. I'll tell you. All right. So the next. So now we're going to shift to the other way you can do this, which mm-hmm. is if if you feel like you've got a pretty good hold on what makes you happy, what makes you feel fulfilled, what frustrates you, then you can just go straight ahead and think Mm -hmm. about it this way. So what you need to do is the first step is to think about the things. um, So think about these three things. First of all, what in your life have been, or recent life, have been the three greatest accomplishments Mm -hmm. that you have uh, 
achieved. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to think about what are the three greatest moments of fulfillment. So it's like a similar thing, but you're just not really journaling. You're kind of just reflecting. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of take, um, try to see where the common themes and topics are coming from in those two things. Like what's the crossover? Where does it kind of make sense where you're like feeling most accomplished and most fulfilled? Mm -hmm. Then the second step I want you to tell me your three greatest accomplishments. Ooh! Can we answer these questions? Yeah, I just want to know now. I just want to walk around on the street and be like, what are your three greatest accomplishments? Okay. I feel so, like once we have kids, we'll be like, my children. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though, if we'll be the... Anyways, we'll see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I would say one of my greatest accomplishments is probably like having the courage to move countries Mm. that's always been a big thing that I've been like very proud of that Mm. I was able to like somehow muster up the courage and kind of strength strength to do that um another one do you have one on the top of your head for yourself I think one of them would have to be the Olympics yeah (laughs) oh really Penny yeah the Olympics that was a big accomplishment for me yeah um (laughs) oh yeah I'm surprised yeah that's um I think my other one is I got headhunted once. Well not headhunted, but I got like poached or you know right. when someone approaches you for a job and it's just the fucking best feeling. Yeah, that's it a was huge so one. good. I was like, yes. I'm yes, yes, trouble yes, coming yes. up with more accomplishments. I need to think about this. Can, oh, you've got so many accomplishments. I, it's not that I'm like, oh, I've never. But you're I, more I just, of a steady as she goes. Like you're always accomplishing something. Thanks. But you know what <laughs> was really funny? So um, just in terms of that. So there was this, um, I was talking with a friend over Christmas and she was telling me that there was this like, uh, um, I don't know what you would call it, like a, a story or whatever, um, where there's like the, the moral of the story is that some people over their life are like accomplishing things as, you know, they go, whatever, mm-hmm. or like always kind of things are rolling. And then some people are birthing an elephant. <laughs> oh my Lord, that is right? such, I feel like that's a Danish saying. Maybe. That yeah. sounds very so, Northern European. Right? Because when you think about it, it's like, oh God, it sounds awful. But it's like kind of oh. interesting. It's like some people are like working up to their big, hurrah and yeah. some people are just like slowly going through life and then okay. you know but you don't have to be either also I feel like that's a lot of pressure oh, accomplishments <laughs> right I mean, like they don't really get you anywhere they're just nice to have in your back pocket they're definitely good for a confidence um mm. boost and also just good for I mean I think they're really good to identify so that you can see uh you know where you're where you should be focusing your energy. Mm, that's true. More or less. Okay. I guess we can move on now. Okay. okay. I feel like <laughs> so I'll come back to you with think my other it. So two. that step one was think through and describe in detail what your three greatest accomplishments are, your three greatest moments of fulfillment, and then the common rules or themes that you can identify within those. Yes. Exactly. So just get out a big piece of paper and make a little mind map. Don't you love doing a oh, mind map? I love a mind map. Yeah, why not? Yes. And also, can I just say, like, mm-hmm. if I give anyone advice, it's always based on the idea that write things down with a pen and paper mm-hmm. because writing things down is like telling someone your dream. You know how you have a dream and you're like, and then this happened and then this happened and then you tell someone and you're like, oh, I'm clearly stressed about uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I feel, I feel unappreciated at work. It's so yeah. obvious. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you write things down. It's a very important step in the process. I like that. Don't man. just keep it in your head. Expel it from your body. Expel it from your body. Yes. 
it's also just like such a, yeah, it's such a good exercise just to, uh, like, I mean, like they say, you know, you write down your dreams or else you forget them as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. So anyway, okay. So then step two, now we're going a little bit more in a negative undertone. So now what you want to think about, um, you're basically doing the same thing, but the opposite. So think about what have been your three greatest failures, which is going to be a tough one. Oh boy. Tough one to think through. Mm. Um, what, and then what have been your three greatest moments of unfulfilledness? <laughs> what is that word? Well, I was I trying made, to think I about. I made it up. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. You so when hunting. you don't feel fulfilled, basically. Yeah. When you felt, well, what's the opposite of fulfillment, Penny? It's like <laughs> when um, you feel like almost like when you're feeling drained. drained. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But you get the idea. Drained you're not empty. feeling it. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, you just feel like, ugh, that was shit. Exactly. And then again, <laughs> look at the common themes um, that you can identify between those two things. And then you have a really good idea of what your values are not. Yeah. You know? Fascinating. I mean, like, I have such a I'm more of a constant achiever when it comes to failures. I've got like that little <laughs> failures dotted throughout my career. And yeah. I'm fine with it though. Like you just move on. Life happens. Totally. Yeah. Also, I have to do radical self-acceptance. Otherwise, I'll literally be so sad all the time. I think it's so important to accept yourself. I'm a difficult person. <laughs> Even for me. Especially for me. Because you got so much personality. <sighs> okay. You know? It's enough about me. Sorry. <laughs> um, Great. Okay. So, st- oh, should I do no, step please? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and step three is to identify three or four brief sentences of advice you would give to yourself based on these commonalities. Mm. Love that. Yeah. I love the idea of um, flipping the script so that you're talking to yourself as if you're someone else. Yeah. Um, That's a really good thing to do in general is to just be like, what would I tell someone else about this? Yes. Or ask someone, what what are the questions I'd ask someone else about this? Exactly. Yeah. And then what you're going to try to do is take those sentences and just reduce them down into like one word or two words, basically, that will be a value Mm. for yourself. So that should be, hopefully by the time you've gone through all these steps, it'll start to become super obvious and Mm. it'll just be like, your values will be just slapping you straight across the face. I realize that one of my values might be like helping people to, or making people think differently. Interesting. Like making people drop the script a little bit and try something else. What is that? Like a a, value though? Is that like... I mean, it's not really exactly the same, but like contrarian kind of, (laughs) not necessarily always about everything. Well, okay. We can come back to that off air. I'm very, I'm very curious. Brittany and I really just need to have a goddamn drink together. It's true. (laughs) It's true. It's been 10 whole days, maybe more, two weeks. Anyway. And we, neither one of us was drinking alcohol last time we saw Mm. each other. So Mm. that was a real struggle and a half, you know. I don't want to hang out with her so. Barely, barely have a friendship if we're sober. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Do you want some values now? Do you have some? I feel like I'm, we I'm, want to hear about them, by the yes, way. Yes, that would God be so damn. great. Send mm-hmm. us a little email. Our email is in the um, in the show notes, but you can probably just remember it because it's super easy. It's happyhourcareertalk at gmail.com. Yeah. It's exactly all how you would spell things. You know yes. when people have emails where it's like, but there's only one E. And a dot career. here and a four yeah. there. Exactly. And super simple. I think we're going to get also guys and girls and non-binary people we're gonna get an instagram account soon oh yeah it's gonna have all the tings we're gonna go wild it's gonna have carousels it's gonna have videos 
It's going to have nonstop Britney content. <laughs> Just her face. And Penny. Yeah. If you caught Penny dancing the other day, there'll be more of that for sure. My buddy is a... <laughs> I what wanna, are you going to say? <laughs> you know those wiggly guys out the front of car yes. dealerships? That's that me was, in a nutshell. The, so I posted a video of Penny dancing and literally the amount of people that responded <laughs> to that post. It was like everybody fucking loved it. It was I great. wish she would share these with me. She's like, here's, here's people like that. I'm like... Just screenshot it. Screenshot the I do compliments. Send you, I do send you screenshots. But um, it'd be too many to send <laughs> if I sent them all. Um, the other thing that I had to tell you is I was on the phone with my mom the other day. And she was like, so I listened to the podcast episode. Uh-oh. Am I in trouble? No. When, Debbie? <laughs> when we talked about her... Uh, so my mom gave me a gift of a tote bag. Oh yeah, that has a photo of me on it, <laughs> which is the best. Stand up, yeah. and she was upset because I wanted it, right? She was. She was not upset. My mom is very cool. She's uh, like really. She never really you. gets upset. But um, <laughs> but she was just like. Uh, she was just laughing. She's like, I know it was just meant to be a joke. Brie. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I know, you know but really, yeah. Yeah. So we had a funny laugh. About I get that. it, Debbie. I thought I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. And I'm gonna meet you one day and we are gonna have fun. You get a gas bag. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're coming up with a sign-off. So it's we'll be trying a few different things on the fly over the, over the next coming weeks. Um remember that work is <laughs> fun. <laughs> what about we should be happy this at is work? So bad. Okay. Okay. Like Let's that. just okay. call it. Remember to be happy at work. Bye. Bye. <laughs>